0: This edition of The Shaleen Show was brought to you by 131 Movement. Stop dieting. Save your brain. Save your gut. Live longer. Feel better. Stop going on a diet or following somebody else's rules and figure out what it means to have your own diet. Figure out a method that actually serves you, that helps you to be a better version of yourself. Let go of all of this craziness and Confusion that surrounds diet and understand the science, the science of one, the study of one. Join the 131 movement today. We're taking back the word diet and getting what we are rightfully entitled to, which is our health. You deserve not just to look amazing, but to feel amazing. I'd love for you to learn more about my personal journey and why this is a true passion for me. I invite you to learn more by going to 131 movement.com hey there welcome to this edition of the chalene show recorded live from the front seat of brett's car today i'm in the passenger seat he's driving what's up
1: i'm driving yes i am just and call me the Uber man.
0: <laughs> personal uber and i guess that means maybe you're in the back seat i mean i'm happy to sit back there if you'd rather sit in the front it's fine either legs way they're
1: probably longer than yours
0: everybody's are everybody and uh just make sure you have your seat belt on because we are going for a ride
1: Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So I kind
0: of want to do a follow-up conversation with you about the Instagram post I did on this week that broke the internet. (laughs) Not really. That's kind of a silly thing to say, but it did go berserk in terms of like my page. I don't think I have any other post on my page that has had this many comments, shares or activity. And it is the photo that everyone has been searching for and saying, is this it? Is this the one? Is it this program? It's the photo that I reference in my new book. So the one through one method, I start the first chapter off by kind of talking about how unhealthy the health and fitness industry is, how unhealthy, specifically, selling fitness and selling health, how unhealthy those things can be. And I I tell the story about how Well, I've I've shared it with you guys on the podcast before. But, you know, in anyone's job, there are things that sometimes you have to do or things that you end up doing or things that when you look back on it, you realize, like, I don't feel good about that. That didn't feel right. I didn't like doing that. But you did it. And you didn't really have an understanding of how it was right or wrong or what it meant in the grand scheme of things until you're past it and through it. And that's really kind of how I feel about a lot of the things I have done in the fitness industry and that's why i really want to like i want to have this conversation here because i'm getting all these messages and people are asking these sometimes they're like i don't know if they're just trying to piece things together or figure things out for themselves or understand who it is i'm talking about what video series it was i was referring to what my stance is now on you know a particular I don't know, program, or how do I feel about the workout that I did, and what are my thoughts on this, you know, protein shake, or etc. So I want to just start by saying the book, that story, is not a commentary on the company I was working for at the time. It's a story about me. It's not accusational, It wasn't meant to be about the people I was working with. It's a story about how I dealt with it. Everything I did, I did. No one forced me ever to do anything. So I posted this photo. It's the photo that I refer to in the book. The story about how I was asked to drop weight, get in better shape, have a more inspirational physique because the producer that I was working with at the time believed that It would be a more marketable program if I could do that. And that is not a commentary on the producer I was working with. That's a commentary on the industry. That's a commentary on all marketing, y'all, when it comes to health and fitness. So what I wrote on Instagram, I said, it is said that a picture is worth a thousand words. But I knew people were going to search for this photo, this photo that I talked about that I posted after I dropped like six or seven pounds for that particular project. And the method by which I, I had to follow or to do endure if you will in order to drop any weight was ridiculous now maybe you can drop six or seven pounds pretty easily or maybe you you are like where I was where that was like literally impossible unless I basically stopped eating and exercised for hours and hours every day and I tell the story of how I did that for this project no one forced me to I didn't have to do it and in fact Brett's here he can tell you the I just had this like memory of two previous times prior to that.
1: That you had to do that?
0: Well, that where that comment was
1: something similar, was maybe a little more veiled. Yeah, but it's the industry. 100 percent. Yeah. It was the it's the industry that we were in and But that was like from the very first project.
0: Remember I told you the very very first project I ever did well not the very first the very first project I ever did, I think was Weight Watchers. I did a video series with them and oh, yeah. Eileen Sharon. And then another one I did, I remember the producer I was working with, different producer, said to me, Hey, you know, now that you've filmed this series, it was Turbo Jam. You know, we'll probably do a follow-up series. And are you familiar with The Firm Girls? And I'm like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was this like video series that was pretty popular in like the late 90s, maybe maybe early early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s. And it was called The Firm. And it was this group of fitness instructors. And it was a studio. And they were like real fitness instructors and they were really friends and they were all, they did this series of workouts and then it was pretty popular and they lost every time they did a new series they were like leaner and smaller and this producer who by the way had her own major body issues and clearly was suffering from an eating disorder said to me you know this is kind of interesting I don't know if you're familiar with them but like you know you did this with all your friends and you guys are all really instructors there's just so many parallels and I don't know if you know this but like every time they did another series they just got smaller and leaner and it just it really like helped their brand now was she asking me to do that no or maybe she was She was
1: saying she was pointing out that each time that they did a new fitness series they were smaller, leaner, and they got more sales. So she was kind of telling, hinting, hinting that. Even if I didn't get you, the hint. Yeah. If you want more sales, then you and all your friends should, you know, get smaller or whatever. And
0: I remember that, like, it got in my subconscious. I was thinking, like, well, I remember, like, in my head, not really knowing what to do with that information. Because she wasn't giving me a directive. It was, like, just kind of a casual conversation. But I remember in my head thinking, well, I'm not going to do that. I don't know how to do that. I don't want to be that. I, that sounds like a lot of pressure. And I don't want to do that. But it was in my subliminal. And I'm telling you that because since writing this book, I've had so many memories of other pretty horrific, when I add them all up, subliminal messaging. That I've never, I never had any body issues ever. I can't
1: imagine if you would have had, because your mom was awesome and you've talked about it a hundred times, about how your mom... She had the opposite
0: you. of opposite. of poor body image she has the best body image she like no matter what weight she's at and
1: she never talked to you and Janelle she always about feels it. good she, she always she
0: always had like a lot of confidence and she never put her never put herself down so i always felt good about my body because i felt and i don't know if my mom did or didn't feel good but she projected that and she really projected that to myself and my sister
1: so if you would have had the opposite of that growing up as a child Uh this episode that you had multiple times Uh as an adult with the fitness industry would have really screwed you up
0: big time and so many of the women that were in sometimes the videos I was in sometimes they would hire professional fitness folks to pose for the photos like you know that go on the, uh, the DVD covers or whatever and these women would come in that were like professional fitness models like so freaking ripped that's all they did that was their full-time job and I've never met less secure less confident more insecure women in my life they just had so much like just picking themselves apart I'm like dude they brought you in because obviously they don't feel like I've got what it takes yeah and that was another subliminal message like I just remember they're like oh hey by the way we're not going to put you on the cd covers I'm like oh okay and they're like yeah we just think blah 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 and then and then they roll in you know these super elite bodies and, and that gets in your head
1: they, they have never done the program
0: yeah and you're like okay and my point is that sells when it comes to selling and marketing of health and fitness frankly the leaner thinner more ripped more unachievable the body image the more it's gonna sell and that's where the paradox lies I posted a photo and here's what I want you to know all of those kinds of photos since I started on this journey three four years ago I made a conscious decision that I was going to be a safe place a healthy place for women to find motivation on my social media I stopped posting photos showing a lot of skin I didn't post any more short short crop top boobs popping out you know gleaned up glistening skin do those get a lot more likes hell yes they do but I was like you know what? the social media is flooded with those things I don't need to be that person women don't need one more place one more Instagram where they're waking up in the morning opening up an Instagram and thinking well I guess that's what I'm supposed to look like. I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. I guess I'm supposed to be wearing micro shorts and a bikini top to the gym or in my backyard working out. No, you don't need any more of that. So I made a conscious decision to clean up my social media feeds. And I deleted all of those kind of posts. And I started thinking every day like, okay, how will it make women feel if they see this? And I've been very conscientious about that, which is why I deleted the photos that everyone wants to look for that I wrote about in my book and I've deleted anything even remotely triggering, I hope. And now you can tell me if I've got something on there that upsets you, but my goal was to clean up my social media for that purpose. And I took down the photo that I referred to in the book where I posted this photo of myself when I am, you can see it now, Now you can go see it, because now this is the only photo you're gonna find on my feed that might trigger you, and I hope that if nothing else, because it's a side-by-side of what I look like today and what I look like when I was in the worst health of my life, I posted a side-by-side, and that's what kind of blew up my Instagram feed. You'll see it, you'll know. And clearly, I don't know if it's clear, because even still there are people who are not reading the comment underneath, and they think that the before photo is me, now, after. Like, you know, that I've lost all this weight and chiseled my body down. They're like, good job, what, what program is this? Or, you know, they're not even reading it or realizing, like, the before goes on the left, the after goes on the right. But that photo is the one, here's the deal. You know this is true, think about this. If I just, today, Posted the super ripped lean photo where I think I look Anorexic, I think I look undernourished, I think I look sad and unhealthy But if I just posted that photo What I would get I should do a test of this is Praise I would get oh my god girl Hashtag goals you look amazing. What do you eat? I want to know what you're eating. What program is this? You know, that's what we do. I've seen it happen a million times. I've seen people get super unattainable, crazy, ridiculously not healthy, low body fat, and see and hear women saying, I want to know what you're doing. Girl, your body is goals. And that makes me sad. Because that's not health. When you look at this photo, the girl who is on the left, the picture where I'm unhealthy, I was living on a diet of diet coke, of sugar-free jello, of any fat-free, sugar-free, protein shake, protein cookies, anything that came in a package where I could say, okay, this is low fat, this is high protein. I can keep my calories super duper duper low because I was exercising for hours and hours and hours. That's what I did. It had nothing to do with health. And I was afraid to eat real food. I was afraid to exercise a reasonable amount of time. I was afraid to have a workout that was just like normal. Like if I didn't freaking kill myself, I was like, well, this didn't do anything. This is a big waste of time. I would teach Two sometimes three classes a day that hello that's three hours but because as fitness instructors we don't count those as our workouts I would say well now I've got to go get my workout and that would be like a fourth hour or sometimes a third or fourth hour and then on top of that I would work on choreography for a couple of hours so we're talking hours and hours of exercise I was seriously running on empty malnourished as I like to say I was wired and tired of course You know, that ruined my metabolism. Yet it was when I was getting the most praise. It was when I was getting the most offers to do more projects. That's when you get the attention of companies, all companies, not just the one you know me to be associated with. It's when you get the attention of companies who sell health and fitness is when you are the least healthy. I posted that photo because it is my mission to help people understand that low body fat and the number on a scale, the aesthetics have nothing to do with true health. Beating your body into submission does not lead to health. <laughs> you know, Forcing yourself not to eat something, obsessing about calories and getting on the scale multiple times a week, that will not... Lead to happiness. You find me one person who says I'm happy about this and I will find you someone who is lying to themselves. There's going to come a day where this is less arbitrary and we will actually measure health in a very tangible, realistic way. It'll be a chip, a microchip that we wear under our skin. I'm just predicting this. You can say, you heard it here first. That little microchip will give us an instantaneous readout of like, oh, you are low on vitamin C. You need more rest. You have been deficient in sleep over the last 10 days. Your stress level must be very high. And here are the spikes, the different times of the day, different days, and you'll be able to identify, oh, oh, I know what that is. That's when I'm on the phone with my uh, friend who's very upsetting to me. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be able to identify what's making you healthy or unhealthy in a much more profound realistic way than a stupid scale or how many likes you get on Instagram now to address the question that has not stopped coming in and still comes into me every single day two things what are your feelings on fill-in-the-blank shake supplement it doesn't matter what I think about it who cares I personally take a food first approach. If you ever hear me talking about a shake or a supplement, it means that I love it. If you don't hear me talking about one, then it means either I am not using it or I don't believe it's appropriate for me to talk about it because I don't know if it's right for you. It's not my decision whether a protein shake or a supplement or essential oils or it's not up to me to decide if it's right for you. I can share with you my general beliefs about health and fitness, and I can share with you how I've interpreted science, which is changing all the time. But it would be irresponsible, in my opinion, to give you an opinion one way or another about something very specific that maybe you find helpful. Because if you find it helpful, that's relative to helpful compared to what? Were you having McDonald's beforehand or fast food and now you found a protein shake? Well, then that does sound like a better alternative. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I did a whole show devoted to that, specifically to supplements so I hope that these questions will stop but I know that they won't but I'm going to link to that show below this as well and then the second question I get all the freaking time is when will you do a Pio 2 when will you do a Shaleen a follow up to Shaleen Extreme when will you do another Turbo Fire when will you do another Turbo Jam and the answer I thought without me having to state it would be kind of obvious but it's not so let me just put it out there I turned down and Brett can tell you this We turn down pretty much everything that relates to the marketing of, like... You know, the stuff that we're not certain it's healthy for everybody. Let's say that. Like Mm -hmm. detox teas and skinny teas and...
1: So any of those products that reach out to us... um, Fat
0: burner pills. 15 times a week. And, you know, this workout, pre-workout drink, this post-workout drink, all those kinds of things. We just decline them. We also have been... Kindly offered the opportunity to do follow up workout programs. And because of what it requires to market a fitness program, I do not believe. It is in my best interest from a health perspective. Oh, I know it's in my best interest from a money perspective, but I don't think it's in my best interest from a health perspective, nor do I believe it's aligned with how I want to help women specifically right now to do a workout program unless I control every part of it, including the marketing of it. And at the moment, I have a contract that does not allow me to do my own thing. I would have to do that with a partner and I respect my partner's position. I respect that they have to market things. I respect that they know exactly what they're doing and they're so good at it and they've helped millions and millions of people and I respect that. But that doesn't mean I have to be a part of it. And I just don't believe it's in alignment with my beliefs at the moment to do what's necessary to create something for a partner that's super marketable because I know that means something I'm not willing to do so the answer is I won't be doing another fitness program until the day and maybe I won't even do it when I can do it on my own but at the moment I'm going to tell you I'm not going to be doing another fitness program and things could change but I don't think so unless I had 100% all the control and I would know that that's likely not going to reach the masses. It's just not as marketable. You guys, unless there's a lot of skin and a lot of perfection, it just isn't marketable. There's no need to get mad at any company. Just get mad at ourselves. You know? Walk into any store. What sells is young, thin, ridiculously young, ridiculously thin, perfect bodies. And... I mean, there are, obviously there are exceptions. Of course there are exceptions. But not when you're talking about blowing something up or doing something for a partner company. And I, I just would not put myself in that position again. And then, okay, so then, and if a partner came to me and were like, well, do it on your terms, whatever you want, blah, 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 and then it weren't successful, I think that would mess with my head. Then I'd be like, oh, see, It's not successful because you weren't enough. Like I just, it's not just not healthy for what I believe in at the moment. I just don't know that it's healthy for me either. And money to me is not what motivates me at all. In fact, that's why I've had difficulties with partners I've worked with in the past because they think that, you know, well, if we offer you this amount, that would certainly seem motivating. No, it's not what motivates me. It don't work that way. I mean, I'm smart. I'm not going to do things that are a waste of time. I'm always going to say, like, it does this make sense for me, but I'll never agree to do something just because there's dollar signs attached. I think that's selling your soul to the devil. And I can't do that. I just want to say one more thing because, again, people have said, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Has that person been fired? That was just one, one very Brief, that was one conversation, one day. There are so many conversations, so many experiences that are very similar to that. I'm sure the same is true of people who work in the modeling industry or in Hollywood. You know, where image is an important piece to marketing, these things happen. So there's no reason to be angry or upset or discouraged with any company. It was just me exposing. The truth behind the marketing of health and fitness no one ever forced me to do anything in fact the company that I was working with bent over backwards to do things the way I wanted to I mean like they bent over backwards to when I said I really want my friends in the videos I want this kind of music even though it's gonna cost a fortune I really want like this amazing music and they did that for me they let me put in sound effects. I mean, I had such a great time creating those workouts. Those workouts still work, I believe me, but I, I just can't speak to the diet programs attached to them because those diet programs were written at a time when I wasn't involved with the diets in those programs and I can't even tell you what they include today. I really can't. And we would submit recipes for them, but in terms of designing the diets, I had no business. I still don't have any business really designing your diet plan. What I can do is assemble the experts for you and give you the framework so that you know what works for you. And that's what we did in the one through one. But I do believe that each person has to find their own way. I love fitness. I work out every day, but I do so differently today. I do so not because I'm running from something. I loved my body I was not ever self-conscious or didn't think that I was enough until I got into consumer workouts. And even then, it wasn't the comparison that I was seeing. It was the comments. It was the things that people were asking me to do. And that's, again, a commentary about the industry. I just want you to get on the right path. I want you to feel a deep sense of appreciation for your health. I want you to be free from the scale. I want you to untether yourself from the culture that's got you thinking you need to gain and lose weight and then post those photos to make money. That you're supposed to always be doing what everyone else is doing. I want you to free yourself from the belief that there is one diet that once you discover it, you'll be able to eat that way forever, not true. You're gonna change, your hormones are gonna change, what's important to you, your stress levels, the amount of exercise that you can or cannot do, or want to do. So much is gonna change, the seasons are gonna change, your diet needs to change too. So does your fitness. There's going to be times when that additional hardcore workout is going to create oxidative stress and you'll have the opposite effect of what you're trying to accomplish. You're going to be trying to lose weight, but it's going to be too much exercise at too great of an intensity or too long. You're doing long endurance cardio, and that is triggering cortisol oxidative stress in your body, which is your body saying we're under attack store fat. Those are the women I hear from who are like, I'm running an hour and a half every day. I'm barely eating and I cannot lose a pound. Yeah, girlfriend, that's called cortisol. How do you break free from it? Well, you don't do it in a week. You don't do it quickly, but you have two choices. Keep going in this miserable prison that you've put yourself in of over-exercise, under-eating or learn how to understand your body and your hormones because weight gain weight loss is about not calories in calories out, but energy in out, energy out and creating a deficit in energy. But that's not about calories. That's about your hormones. So learn about that stuff. You're smart enough to figure it out. And not, and I'm here to help you. In fact, I wrote a book to help you do that. Anyways, go check out that photo on Instagram if you'd like. I hope this answers a lot of questions for you. I hope you'll share it. If you know someone who's like, you know, has done my workouts or, You know, they wonder like my stance on some of these things. Or maybe you know someone who's really stuck in that mindset of exercise and diet, and they seem like it's controlling their lives. Like they can't take a day off, they can't give themselves permission to just see what their body will do for them. Send them this podcast. That would be a wonderful gift. You know, the more you hear this messaging, the more freedom you'll find. Thank you for spending this time with us. Wow, you've been really quiet the whole time, honey. It's
1: very good. I've been listening.
0: Hmm. And, and you've been doing a little bit on your phone, too. Yeah.
1: Well, we're parked now. I wasn't driving.
0: Yeah. Anyways, love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you very, very much. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Love ya.
1: Bye-bye.